0: Hello and welcome, I'm Bonnie and I'm Lily and this is Little Home
1: Organised, a podcast dedicated to helping you declutter, get organised and reclaim time for the things you love.
0: And I brought it home and I was showing it to my husband
1: and he just looked at me and he's like, So what are you getting rid of? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so what are you getting rid of? And you want to rip that bag off and pop it on the ground. And she's like, put it straight in your room. Don't put it down.
0: I always got picked up or dropped off. So I never had to do the sweaty walk in the Australian hot summer heat like that. (laughs) Hello and welcome. This week on the podcast, Lily and I are talking about the five top mantras that organizers live by. If you haven't seen us on TikTok already, you can go and check out our 10 mantras that organizers live by. But just for today's itty bitty bite-sized
1: episode, we're just doing our top five. If you haven't been tuning into the podcast for a while, you may have missed a very exciting announcement and that is Little Home Organized, that's us. We've released a brand new course. Yay! Yay! The Organised Wardrobe. That's right, a course solely dedicated to getting that wardrobe in tip-top condition. Bonnie, what can people expect? So if you're a time-poor person and you find
0: that getting dressed in the morning is just giving you such a headache, the Organised Wardrobe is the course for you. We will help you zone your wardrobe, we will help you let go of the items that are no longer serving you, and we will help you organise your wardrobe to within an inch of its life so that in the morning it takes you less than five minutes to get dressed and you walk out the door feeling fabulous. Ah
1: doesn't that sound good? But the thing I love of course Bonnie is that our courses are DIY which means that you can jump on online anytime, log in, do a module, try it at home and do it at your own pace which is fabulous for the busy time poor parent. Because life does
0: get in the way sometimes and it's great to know that you can just come back and pick up from where you left off. And as
1: long as this course is offered you will have access to it. So if that sounds like something that you want to incorporate in your life, you want to get your wardrobe looking spick and Fan and loving it every time you open that door. This is for you. Head to littlehomeorganised.com.au and check out The Organised Wardrobe. Well, hello there, Bonnie. How are you today? I'm quite well, thanks, Lillian. How are you? Oh, gosh, I am great. Bonita. <laughs> considering we're using names that neither of us have. (laughs) Someone in a family chat
0: the other day did a really bad misspell and my name came out as Bonty. So that's my new nickname.
1: (gasps) Oh my gosh, I love it so much. Okay, Bonty, so we're talking about mantras today. And I think these are some of the most underrated sayings that professional organisers and organised people use. And so we just wanted to highlight them today on our bite-sized episode. So let's dive right into it. What is one of your top mantras? My absolute favourite one is don't put it down, put it away. Yes. I feel this in my soul. Don't put it down, put it away. Don't put it down, put it away. I feel like I say it a lot
0: to my kids because there's a lot of them talking to me and them absentmindedly putting the toy that they were playing with just down randomly. And I'm like, uh, uh, uh
1: don't put it down, put it away. And they look at me like, what? Huh? How does she know? But also, do you? I have clear memories of mum saying that to us growing up as well. Like you'd come in the door from like a full on day of like high school with your huge heavy backpack on with all your textbooks in it and the first thing you want to do because your back is sweaty from walking home with this heavy bag on in the middle of Australia's summer heat and you want to rip that bag off and pop it on the ground and she's like, put it straight in your room, don't put it down. You know what? <laughs> I can't relate to the
0: sweaty back because unlike you, I went to a different high school and I had to catch the bus there and couldn't walk home from the bus stop. So I always got picked up or dropped off. So I never had to do the sweaty walk in the Australian hot summer heat
1: like you and our brother did. So <laughs> I, I just don't think you've lived unless you've been able to, you know, sweat through a blouse on your way home. Uh, it, <laughs> or it get it swept really by the magpies. Experience. Exactly right. But that, that's why I was like so in shape in high school is I did so much walking because And running away from the birds. (laughs) And running away from the birds kept me in shape. But don't put it down, don't put it away. It's such a simple mantra, but it's something that's really great to instill for yourself or if you have kids. It's a really, really simple one. It's this idea that we're really intentional when as soon as I touch an object and I'm holding that object, where does that object then go? Is it going to do the dance where it shuffles from place to place to place? Or do I learn the habit of when I pick something up, I don't just pop it back down on the next available flat surface. I put it away and it's rightful home. So it's a great one. Yeah, I really like right. it. What's your favourite one? Like- one that I would love to throw forward is never leave a room empty handed. And it's something that I've... You know just absolutely live by this idea that every time i am walking out of a room in one direction i will look around and i'll actually see if there's anything that i can take with me as i leave and it's just it's like most of the time i don't even notice that i do it it's become such a good habit but this idea that when we leave one room if you're already heading downstairs to the laundry to the kitchen to a bathroom are you going to be so close to that bedroom where that random hat is from that you may as well pick it up off the dining table when you walk past. Of course, it makes sense. Saves you time. And so I love that saying. And you know, what's really funny is if you live by
0: the first mantra of don't put it down, put it away. You actually don't need so much. The second one of never leave a room empty handed, because generally speaking, there shouldn't be these straight items just hanging around. They should all be in their homes. But What I like about the never leave a room empty handed is that it teaches us to look behind us before we go to the next thing. And that's a really key habit and life skill to have. Like even if you've been sitting at say the bus stop and you've unpacked a bag and repacked it and you've then gotten up and gotten on a bus, that habit of turning around and looking behind you to check, did I leave anything behind? Did anything fall out? You know, sometimes I've looked behind me and there's rubbish on the ground and I'm like horrified that somehow there's rubbish has fallen out of a bag because I'm very conscious about that stuff. And so that, that habit of being able to reflect and look behind you and make sure that I've not lost anything. I've totally finished packing up from that task before I head on to this next activity or whatever it might be. I feel like that's a really important life skill that everybody needs.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I, I think you're you're right. Being able to like turn around and like also know that the impact that you kind of have on your environment, you know, going through spaces with a real sense of consideration, uh, I think is really important. Uh, Another one that I really love. So number three is the rule when you're decluttering and like buying new things is the one in and one out. And while it's a really arbitrary number, like, you know, th- there's going to be times in your life where you may not be able to one out or that you may be able to like get rid of 10 things and only bring in one thing. Like it- it's an arbitrary number, but the idea is cool because it's, it's intentional. It's saying every time I go to the shops and I buy something, When I bring that into my home, I need to think and be mindful and go, okay, what in in this space can go? Can anything go? I'm bringing in a new sweater, but is it a sweater that I've brought in because I don't have a sweater like this? Or, you know, and I've actually got 10 sweaters sitting in there. So it's a really cool way to be like really intentional rather than mindlessly purchasing, right? It's so funny that you mentioned jumpers because
0: we're just at the end of winter here down in the Southern Hemisphere. And, um, I've really gotten back into op-shopping in the last couple of months. I don't know what it is. I feel like I'm nesting more now that I've had my baby rather than while I was pregnant. And I'm really enjoying living on the Sunshine Coast, having a new set of op-shops to go to and explore. And I just feel like one of the things that I've kind of bought a lot of recently are like jumper or, you know, cardigan type items. And it's so funny because I bought this really cool jacket that's like quite thick and warm but has a bit of like waterproofing. So it's it's perfect for like the times where we go to like the Brisbane Air Show, for example, and it gets really cold at night or when we go to Toowoomba or out camping somewhere and it's just like a real – and like it's brand new and I got it for such a great price. And I brought it home and I was showing it to my husband and he just looked at me and he's like, so what are you getting rid of? <laughs> And I was like, I've trained
1: you way too well. (laughs) (laughs) he's got a point. So what are you getting rid of? <laughs> yeah. I actually
0: like looked through all of my jackets and cause there was one in particular that I was umming and aring about. And I thought, yeah, I can probably get rid of that. And I tried it on and I was like, Oh no, I'm actually losing some of the baby weight. And this actually fits me much better than it did before I was pregnant. So I was like, I can't get rid of this because I, I've always loved it. And I've had it for, you know, five or seven years or something. So at the moment, nothing's actually left the house.
1: And, you know, I think that's actually okay because I know you well and I know that you literally have a minimalist wardrobe anyway, like literally. Courtney Carver would be so proud. (laughs) So what's another mantra, Bonnie, number four? I love the if
0: it takes less than one minute, do it now. Yes. I actually say that one to myself multiple times a day and usually it's for something simple like filling up a water bottle because we have a soda stream in our house and so we go through quite a lot of you know, water that we've filled from the filter and then we go and visit when we want to drink it. And because they're only like one litre bottles, they tend to get used up pretty quickly. And for some reason the filter tap that we have at our house is ridiculously slow. Oh,
1: it's so slow. Yeah, like it drives me. <laughs> it's like you set it up and you could leave and like watch a full feature-length film and come back and it would still be filling. It's it's so
0: slow and it's really dead quiet like the amount of times on a daily basis I get caught out because I do that exact thing. I set it up and I walk away and then I come back like a few minutes later and I'm like, it's overflowing oh, and I didn't, you know, hear it because it's just so quiet. So that's mm-hmm. one thing that I'm constantly saying to myself, it takes less than one minute to fill up a bottle. Let's just put it in there and get it going. So, yeah, I love the one-minute mantra. It's great.
1: Yeah, I, I love that too because it, it's it actually ties into what is going to be point number five. And it's this idea of thinking about yourself in the future because if it takes less than a minute, if I just do it now, then it's done. Like it's I can, it's out of the way. If I come in and I see that there's chaos everywhere or, you know, like I think about like the daily reset right at the end of the day where you like spend the amount of time that you need to to get everything square back to, you know, back to square one. And, you know, that's that's more than a, more than a minute. But like if you chip away at things throughout the day, if it's less than a minute, you just do it. When you go to do a daily reset at the end of the day and you're really, really tired and you just want to sit down and like read a book, have a bath, watch a show, spend time with someone, go out, whatever you want to do, go to the gym, you feel so good knowing that like it's not going to take you very long to do that reset and keep everything systematic and keep the house organised because you've taken those opportunities throughout the day where it's just been a minute here and a minute there and you've done those things so it hasn't built up and become this big Overwhelming problem. And as we know, life is very overwhelming at the moment. So, absolutely love that one, which ties into point number five. And that is to be kind to your future self. And I love this mantra because if I'm standing in a room and I'm going to make a decision, I think be kind to your future self. So, that could be choosing to declutter that item now because it makes me feel really bad when I wear it, even though I'm convinced that I need to keep that shirt because it fits or what have you. Like, just being like, be kind to yourself. Do you feel good in this? Do you love yourself in this? If you don't need it, use it, love it. That's another great one, isn't it? (laughs) So many good mantras, you know, then you ditch it. Like being kind to your future self is that choice where you like, I could not be bothered cleaning the kitchen tonight, but I just want to sit down at the end of the day. But you're kind to your future self, you do it so that when you wake up in the morning, you do have the clean slate.
0: Mm, Yeah. And I think of it in terms of like washing, for example, because now that we live so close to the beach, there's a lot of swimming that happens. And now that, you know, our parents have moved to a unit complex that has a magnesium pool, we've already started swimming in that now that the weather's getting a bit warmer. And
1: Oh, that pool, we we swam in it and I tasted it. And having grown up as someone who swims a lot, it didn't taste like chlorine. And I was like This pool is rank. What is wrong with it? They must, it must be going stale because it should taste like chemicals and it doesn't. And then to find out it was magnesium, I felt so much better. Like, because I had my son in it and I was like, get him out of the water. And it turns out it's like perfectly fine. Anyway, I totally like railroaded your um, train of thought there. No, no, no.
0: And so you know, you come back from swimming, and like with with three or four kids and and me swimming, that's a lot of togs and a lot of towels that need a rinse off or a wash or whatever when we get back. Oh, and if I yeah. just leave those sitting in the bag, then by the time I go to do something with them the next day, it's pretty rank and it's pretty gross. So it mm. does actually take less than one minute to stick all that stuff into the washing machine and put it on a rinse cycle or a quick wash. And that means that I'm being kind to my future self. And even though I might have a baby who's crying for attention or a three-year-old who's chucking a tantrum cause he's tired and it's the end of the day. If I do that small little thing of putting that washing on straight away when I get in, it actually makes it so much easier for me in the future. And I and I think that's where that mantra resonates so much with me because I look back on it when the kids are finally settled and eating dinner or they're in bed, I can look back and go, "Okay, now I can hang this washing out or put it into the dryer." And I feel good that even though I've just had a crazy 20 or 30 minutes, I've actually done something really productive as part of that, and it and it's actually helped Me get to that place of rest and relaxation and
1: kid free time a lot faster. Yes, I hear that. And I think there's some like key moments in our everyday and in our like, you know, throughout the year, there's these key moments where these mantras are really, really important. And like you were just touching on it there where you were talking about coming back from swimming, like that's a good example. I think another one is when people go away and they come back. Like right now, as you're listening to Bonnie and I talk, are you the person when you come back from holidays where you unpack everything immediately and you put all the fridge goods back in the fridge and you get the washing machine going and everyone unpacks their bags and, you know, you you sweep out the car and you vacuum it out or what have you? Or maybe you're the kind of person who comes home from holiday and you're like, I'm not done holidaying. I don't want to – I'm going to pretend that bag has got nothing in it for a week. You know, I'm going to come home, I'm going to chill out and I'm going to sit down. Or maybe like you're a mixture of the two and like that's a really good opportunity to like pause and to think am i being kind to my future self right now you know am i chucking this bag down rather than putting it away and like i can fully confess that yesterday my husband and i came back from our first weekend away since having our child who's now 20 months and it was lovely but this is a total role reversal he immediately unpacked the bag all of his stuff put it away everything in the wash and I have avoided that bag like the plague. I don't know why. It's sitting on our bedroom floor. I've done every other job and chore. I vacuumed. Like I've done all this other stuff that needs to be done in the house, but I've just left that bag sitting there with like stuff that needs to be done. And I, I don't know why we do this to ourselves. That is what an example of what not to do. But it's so true. Like we, you know, are you going to put it away? and be kind to your future
0: self. Yeah. You know, it's funny. The first time I actually heard that theory about people wanting to extend the holiday and that's what it meant when they didn't unpack their suitcases. I thought, Oh, that's so interesting. And like, so true. I just always thought it was just, you know, pure laziness, but I am definitely one of those people that I have to unpack straight away. And like, Two nights ago, um, we stayed in Brisbane for the weekend because we were visiting family and helping out with a few things. And we got home, you know, probably 7.30 on Sunday night. And like everybody's tired, you know, that's four kids have been away for two nights. We pretty much left straight from school on Friday. You know, it's an hour and 20 minute drive to get back up to the Sunshine Coast where we live now. And I couldn't get settled and start relaxing after the kids were in bed asleep until everything had been unpacked and it's so funny because my husband was helping me unpack stuff and then he obviously got over it and felt like he didn't want to do anymore and he went and sat down and was watching telly or something. And I just kept, you know, pottering around and doing it. And he's like, are you going to come and sit down? And I was like, no, 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 I can't. Like, I just I just want to get this stuff done. Because then you can unwind. Yeah. yeah.
1: The week begins again. Yeah,
0: I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning and be like, oh, my gosh, I,
1: I wish I had done that stuff yesterday. And You don't want to wake up the next day and already feel behind.
0: Yes, yes, chasing your tail. And that's why whenever we actually go away somewhere, one of the first things I do to help us settle into wherever that apartment is is to actually unpack, put the toiletry bag in the bathroom, you know, find a spot to put all my clothes. And if we're staying, say, at a beach resort, you know, put all the togs and the towels together so that the next morning when the kids wake up early and they want to go for a swim, I can say, oh, that's where that stuff is rather than, I don't know, rifle around in a bag and find it. Mm. We're just all interesting like that, aren't we, you know, a
1: little bit different. And like another scenario that I can think of where like these mantras really come into play is like, as I was saying, with like the daily reset at night. So if you're someone who does do the daily reset this probably resonates, but if you're someone who doesn't really know what that is, it's the idea that at the end of the day that you take time, be it 10 minutes, 15, 20, to just reset the house back to square one. So beyond the bare minimum of um, making sure it's hygienic and you've washed the dishes, it's like, you know, maybe emptying the bin, wiping the benches, putting the toys away, putting the clothes away, um, finishing the washing cycles, all that kind of thing. And I think that's really where this idea of, you know, never leaving a room empty-handed throughout the day and not putting it down, putting it away, like, all of that stuff like really comes into play at the end of the day. You'll see the success of all these mantras throughout the day when it comes to that time. It's like oh Habits, they're so underrated, but they trust us. They're amazing. Yeah. So I don't know which one of these re- mantras personally resonates to you guys who are listening right now, but feel free to share. Send us a DM and let us know what mantras you love to use in your household to help you stay organized. Um, maybe one that your partner loves or one that you love to use with the kids we'd love to hear it and of course if you're in our community group you can give a shout out in there as well yes come on over and join us in the facebook
0: group little home organized community thriving group with lots of people in there sharing lots of ideas and inspiration Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us and lending us your ears.
1: Yes, this has been a fun little bite-sized episode and we are looking forward to being in your ears again soon. We have a special guest next week and we can't wait for you to hear that episode. And remember, progress, not perfection. But for now, see you later.